This will be another Improvisations on the Ledge short, number six of the shorts. The short episodes are not aligned with the long episodes. The long episodes currently lead 25 to 6 now. You would think they'd the shorts would have a better chance of leading. Uh, they, but they have a long way to go, and maybe we'll never catch up. Anyway, I was driving home from dropping my daughter off at high school this morning, and I had already practiced. She had late arrival today. So I'm parking the car, and I'm thinking, having practiced, I need to work on this particular interval set that I'm obviously not going to explain. It makes no sense to non-musicians. But I was thinking about it. You know, I got to work on this little arpeggiated, weird, chromatic thing. Uh, just popped into my head. So I didn't. Instead, I just turned on record and played. Everything you're about to hear is based on that interval arpeggio technique. Well, not everything, but the improvisation itself is formulated around that, and then there's a melody that pops out. But this gets me to the arbitrary nature of improvisation and everything in the universe. I'm thinking about this, and, well, okay, here's the pattern arpeggiated thing. It's this series of fourths with a half step and then another fourth and it's kind of like this interlocking pattern and I don't even I don't even know what it's called it's it's the kind of thing that there was a, a composer named Nicholas Lenimsky uh, who wrote this book called the thesaurus of patterns and scales maybe in the 50s or 1960s kind of a big deal particularly in the jazz community for quite some time guys like Coltrane based a lot of their techniques on it. I have it. I bought it when I was maybe 16 or 17 because that's where a lot of the source material came from. But I don't know, something about the sources encyclopedia type layouts of things. My eyes gloss over quickly. It's too much technical data presented too logically. I'm not good with that. Actually, I'm looking over and it's being used as a stand for my laptop. Talk about arbitrary nature of things. It's right here. Anyway, this is the pattern. But instead of practicing it, I recorded something with it, realizing maybe I don't really need to work on it. Just because you have a a technique you want to work on doesn't mean you actually have to work on it. Sometimes you already know it and you just haven't been using it. But the arbitrary nature of everything. So I do this improvisation, which you're about to hear, three minutes long about. And at the end, I hold out the final chord. I'm holding the pedal. And it's basically a C chord with some overtones ringing and other tones ringing. And I'm holding it out for a long time, thinking about the fact that on a grand piano such as this, the sound lasts for a really long time if you just leave it there. And I I left the pedal down. And as it's dying out, I hear a plane fly by. We're in the path of both Midway and O'Hare here. O'Hare here. And of course, everything has sound. Well, not everything, but planes certainly emit a sound. The sound of the plane is an engine, the very fundamental, powerful tone, whether it's a truck or more so a plane. It usually has a very strong fundamental tone plus what we call an overtone, which is a fifth above that. Um, I'll play that for you. So... 
There it is. The funny part is that that airplane tone was the same fundamental tone that I had left ringing for an extra long time, almost as if I was waiting for the plane. Weird, huh? Arbitrary. You could barely hear it if you turn up your speakers, and I'm going to boost the sound at that end, but you hear the sound of the piano ringing out, and then you hear another tone, and that's the airplane picked up by the mics just barely so that's all arbitrary nature of the universe i'm thinking about a pattern i play an improvisation and decide to leave the last chord ringing because well because i wanted to see how long it would go actually though i stopped it once i heard the plane that seemed like the cue to finish nice huh so It's not really the arbitrary nature of everything. It's the fact that you can come up with something arbitrary or seemingly arbitrary, and yet somehow it, in the end, connects to everything else, in a limited sense, to everything else. So it's both the arbitrariness and how everything is connected in spite of the arbitrary nature of improvisation and the universe. Think about it. Or don't. You'll still end up thinking about it if you try not to.